Good evening, everybody. Today is February the fourteenth. Happy Valentine's Day to those who celebrate it,、um, and let me know how you do.、Um, I, I think, I don't agree with a lot of it because it is very over commercialized. But because we have, we got together around this time twelve years ago, we do make a bit of a thing of it. Uh, in as much as that we do have a bit of food together, like a dinner that we really fancy, just at home, quality time, did get us some chocolates to share, but that's about it.、Um, there's a few other things that we're celebrating, as it were. So you know, <clears throat> but、um, first of all, before I go and start with what I want to talk about today, I want to apologise for the prolonged absence of my podcast. I think I went through a time. Of, not quite knowing what to talk about, um, because nothing new was necessarily happening that, um, that that called for this sense of oh I've got something new to share, but I feel today, um, <clears throat> I do, and I'm going to try and keep this short, but <laughs> you might as well laugh about that because it's never going to happen, is it? Um, but thank you for coming back. I'm going to be trying and sharing this again a bit wider.、Um, I guess you could just see it as a new season of my podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Anyway,、um, if you're in the UK, please stay safe. Storm Dennis is on the way, praying for you all to stay safe. If you're not in the UK, stay safe anyway because the weather can be quite severe these days. I want to talk to you about hearing from God today, and I kind of want to look at it from two perspectives. I do know people who, though they don't know God, they have knowings in their hearts, in their gut, like gut feeling, um, and you know they they have the gift of, you know, without communicating to the person, knowing that something's going on. And it's not always a positive thing, but hearing from God is a completely different thing, and I think that is something that you can practice. Now, if you're not a Christian, this obviously won't apply to you. But you might know what I mean when you may get you you might believe in something spiritual, and you might receive warning dreams or or just meaningful dreams that you then maybe interpret or. Um, that actually are going to happen, and I've had that before as well,、um, but I've had it more since I've been a Christian,、um, because I believe. So if you're if you're exploring Christianity, or if you're just by on the off chance, well, it's never a chance. It's always God leading you. But if you happen to come upon this podcast and you're curious, um, I. You know, I just want to try and explain something really briefly here. So, I think very, <clears throat> very often the body of Christ we've kind of given the world a bit of a skewed view about God and our relationship with Him. A lot of people kind of bundle up Christianity with all the other major world religions, and I understand why they do that. But actually, Christianity is more than religion. It's basically God finding us rather than us striving to find God, and it's basically God wanting a relationship with us because of what God, what His Son has done, rather than us striving to please God 
um, by our own merits, by our own hard good works. So it's more about relationship than about do, do, do. It's about being, it's about growing. And I think in the last year or so, I, I would like to think I've grown a lot. And I mean a lot. Um, there are just so many things I could tell you about that, you know, have changed in my life since I've become really intimate with God. And you know what? It's only just the beginning. You know, I'm not finished yet. But the one thing that I think sets us apart from a lot of, you know, um, religions is that our, our God's not far away, guys. Our God lives in us. You know, you don't have to get your prayers past the ceiling. Although I know sometimes it feels like you can't get it past the ceiling. You don't have to. You bow your head. You don't lift your head to pray because God's in you. And anyway, this is why, you know, in our case, prayer is a two-way conversation. We do pray. We do talk to God. But we also listen. And um, I've always gone through phases of hearing God quite well, especially for other people. But wonderfully, recently, I've actually had the experience of hearing God more from me. Um, and that is always amazing. Because, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, we are biased. If if we think we hear from God, it's so easy to just let our imagination run away with us, isn't it? Um, so it's really key to get calm, to get quiet, <clears throat> to find a quiet space and to try to quiet your mind and then hear what God is saying. And, and and then testing it, you know, is it is it is it kind of what God would say in his word or is it something completely contradictory? So like, for example, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to do, give you an example. Obviously, God is the God of love. So if I felt, if, if I felt in my heart, this person doesn't deserve my forgiveness, that wouldn't be God because that would go against the word God saying forgive. Otherwise, your father won't be able to forgive you your sins. Um, just an example, you know, not that I ever had that happen to me, but, you know, uh, there are some people who've had some crazy experience where they felt it was God, but it wasn't. And it happens, you know, it happens, It it's it's like, you know, a silly example, but I used to think God was telling me to get up earlier to seek him. And you know what, every time I did that, I struggled because I was tired, you know, because I'm just not naturally a morning person. And I think, you know, that was maybe just legalistically me kind of thinking I should do that. So get the day started well. Well, actually, as long as I spend some time with God during the day, you know, it doesn't matter when it is. Um, so that's just an example of, you know, how we don't always get it right. But we can practice, okay? Now, if you're new to all this, you're probably sitting here thinking, okay, you hear God. How do you hear God? You know, is he speaking to you in audible voice? Is he, you know, what's he doing? Now, I can't even begin to tell you, I mean, the, the list is endless you know god can speak through nature through a song through just a conversation you can have with a friend or even a stranger through a conversation you 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 happen to hear on the on the street you know god is absolutely not limited to you know speaking to you in certain ways but more often than not um i hear him in two different ways i hear him through his word although 
that is something I'm still very much working on. I love reading the word, but I don't always get a direct word from God through it. But that doesn't matter. But yeah, God does speak through his word. I have had him speak through dreams before and my hubby has as well. <clears throat> but I also hear him through... Um, when I say my thoughts, I don't mean my thoughts. I mean these thoughts are God-inspired thoughts. And sometimes when they're really strong, I actually can feel them coming not out of my head but out of the core of my being, like in the belly area. Um, maybe that's why it's called gut feeling, because our spirit, because like our real being is in the core of our being. It's not the mind that makes all the decision. It's actually our, you know, you know, the old King James Version would say, you know, when it says about John seven thirty eight, saying all, all, all who are thirsty come and drink. It doesn't say out of his heart, but out of his belly will... Um, run uh, rivers of living water um, I always I think the core of our being is a nice way of calling it because it's not just the belly but it is the core of my being so just in the center of my being just like I know as a knowing it's like when it's a strong word from God I sometimes just feel that right you know right there rather than hearing my thoughts from my head um, but often I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily able to recognise is that my thought is that a God thought, except for the fact that I wouldn't normally think that thought, if you know what I mean. So <clears throat> um, I'm going to give you a couple of examples quite recently. I'm going to give you my earliest example, actually, just to show you, you know, that, you know, I've, I've had this gift, I guess, for a while, but how literally I think I'm really growing in it. Um, so the first real time I had a word, a word from God sounds a bit big. I felt God talk to me. Okay, let's just say it that way. I was in Bible school in Germany and we had a lady in, a young lady in our dormitory who had been praying and thinking about applying for another school to go to after that, which was focusing on mission and leadership. <clears throat> but that was actually in New Zealand. So you can imagine, you know, I was in Germany and, um, you know, paying for the school we were on already was quite a thing. But she was praying about going to New Zealand, spending quite a bit of money uh, on the flight, on everything, and then on the school. So there was a lot at stake. And my first ever word that God spoke to me for somebody else was literally him saying, tell Susie to go for it. Tell her to apply to that school. And I was like, okay, so hang on a minute. You know, this is the first time I'm hearing from you. Can't you just tell me something more easier? Like, tell that person I love them? Like, really? That's a biggie. That's a big thing. And I literally had to step out and I, and I literally just said, look, you gotta test this. It probably it might not it might be me. I don't know. But here's what I feel you should do. And uh, it work it worked out, you know. So you gotta like because it's often just a thought or a vague impression, you've gotta step out and the more you step out the more accurate it can be. It's not never gonna be hundred percent because we we're human, we're gonna mess it up. God rarely speaks in a clear, you know, audible voice. 
but you can definitely practice. So nowadays, it's amazing because I think I've really learned to be calmer, to be more at peace, um, to quieten down my mind a lot more and practicing inner peace more, like putting my phone away, right? How easy is it for you? How easy is it for us to just be addicted to our phones, but literally putting the phone away, putting it on do not disturb, I know, shock horror, you know, that's not easy, just, and then, and then kind of trying to, like, I'm lucky, I, well, blessed, I don't know what it is with me, but I don't worry about a lot of things, I do, you know, we all do worry sometimes, but I don't, I now find it quite a lot easier to calm my my mind down, so then calm your mind down, you know, if you can, um, when you say, you might say, yeah, honey, that's funny. You know, I can't get my mind, you know, to quiet down even when I'm trying to fall asleep. What you could do is just focus on one thing, like focus on a Bible scripture you love, focus on Jesus dwelling within you. Like, you know, I often think about, I am, you know, Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches. Or <clears throat> recently I've been reading the Amplified Bible and where Jesus says um, in Acts, that we are going to be uh, baptised with the Holy Spirit not far from now. It actually says you'll be baptised, filled with and united with the Holy Spirit. And ever since I've had this sense of, oh my gosh, I'm united with the Holy Spirit, that's really helped me even more to get into that into the presence. It's not a formula. It's just how what works for me. It might not work for you. But you've got to find that one thing that will help you, you know, focus your mind. Not not empty your mind like, you know, some meditation tells you to do, but literally fill your mind with thoughts of, you know, whatever is good, you know, whatever is right, whatever is pure, honourable, and all that stuff that you hear in the Bible. You know what I mean? So you don't empty your mind, you focus your mind, and then eventually you'll hear God speak to you. It takes a while. But the more you do that... You'll find you hear his voice even in, like, normal, you know, daily life. But recently I've been doing that, and, and I'll give you a few re- more recent examples. Um, One of them has completely floored me, and I mean, I mean absolutely floored, floored me. So on um last weekend, we went to Western Supermare. Um, you may have heard me talk about this before. We love that little hotel, um right by the seafront it's like a retreat for us absolutely beautiful and we've been we went there again for five days and on the sunday if you're in the uk you might remember this this really strong storm storm kira just raging and god prompted me to again through my thoughts god prompted me to go into the quiet lounge of the hotel um to really just spend time with him and and write things down that I'm hearing in my spirit, like hearing in my, you know, that that I think God is saying to me, basically. Um, So I did. And, um, you know, initially I was like, oh, shucks, this storm is, you know, blowing and, you know, it's not really that quiet. Can I focus? But anyway, so I started hearing these things and suddenly... um, Things came to me like you're crossing your Jordan, you know, you're no longer in the kind of wilderness wandering around, you're going to be in your promised land and um, that your the managers are trying to, you know, keep me, that they're working through the budget to keep me and uh, and the oil of his favour is on me and basically all these things. Well, 
only two days after that, I found out that I am I'm going to have a um a permanent job, doing twice as much hour as many. Excuse me, twice as many even. <clears throat> grammar, Mrs. Higgins. Uh, twice as many hours as I do now from March and it's permanent it's no longer a temporary staff thing eventually so um hence the you know you're no longer in the kind of temporary you know moving around stage you are going to be permanently fixed there which is awesome you know hearing something and then getting that confirmation two days later is humbling it's like it's 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 tough because you like part of me was thinking you know, people could be thinking, you are up your own behind, you know, you're thinking you're something better because, you know, you felt you were going to get the job. No, actually, I didn't. I felt, you know, God was telling me that something was going to happen. I didn't really expect it at all, you know, and I wouldn't have if, if it wasn't for God, you know, promising me these things because I'm not naturally confident in my own abilities on the job. So this is, has nothing to do with my pride. And I still was floored when I found out. I was like, you, you know, thank you. And I, I kept saying thank you. And, she, and my boss was like, no, no, thank you. You're doing, you know, you're doing us a favour. And it floored me because I absolutely didn't, you know, until I got this job, I had no expectation of myself. So, you know, if you're thinking that, oh, so who do you think you are, you know? Um, you think that you got the job, you know what, It, it's just, you know, had you met me a year ago, I, I wouldn't have even thought that I would get, like, you know, keep that job for a long time, so, you know, but basically going back to hearing God, that was just absolutely humbling, but it increases your faith, it increases your trust that, you know, your God is a good God, and that you that he has the best for you, you know, when he promises something, and then two days after, you just suddenly go, there you go, and I'm, you're like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm I'm definitely serving the best God, so, um, our sister, my sister-in-law was asking me earlier, how do you, you know, how, how can you pray, you know, do you think because you pray so much, you're gonna, you're being heard more, and I said, well, no, it's not that, it's just the more God speaks to you, and and answers your prayers, the more you trust him, the more boldly you're approaching God because you know what a good father he is because you've learned from that experience. So <clears throat> um, so just quickly, because I realise I feel like our, our food's going to be ready soon. <laughs> so just a few practical things you can do. Always ask God to, to talk, to speak to you. And, you know, it's a bit like, you know, in Sam, in 1 Samuel, when Samuel hears from God, Eli tells him to say, speak, Lord, I'm listening, or speak, Lord, your servant's listening, but you're more than a servant, you're a son or a daughter, you just say, Lord, I'm listening, I'm, I, I want to hear from you, and then just, you know what, even if you try it for five, ten minutes, and you just, you, you even if you just get into the calm in your mind down stage um, by focusing on a Bible scripture or uh, an idea in the Bible like, you know, Jesus dwelling in you. That's something you kind of start where you are. Don't kind of try and, you know, do an eight, like a really long time with God to hear everything you want to hear. Just start slowly 
and 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 write things down and you know just be humble and t- and test it you know don't go well i feel like god said me all these things yeah well just just test them you know don't tell anybody until you know you've have maybe a bit of a track record of of things but just start somewhere and trust that god is a good god and wants to speak to you um and you know if it helps you to kind of tell God what your concerns are and your worries are so you get it off your mind that's great too because he wants to hear our requests it does say you know with thanksgiving um present your requests to God um and then just expect him to speak to you and and don't limit how he can speak to you you know you might not hear a thing while you're in stillness but then you go out in nature or you drive you know in your car and you see a, a sign that speaks to you or, or something he can use anything you really you know he used a donkey in the bible obviously if you're not if you're not a christian you're not you're not gonna have that i mean you know the only thing the holy spirit does for you if you don't believe is is convict you that you need him that you need jesus and and then you know the adventure begins from there really so many people think yeah once you're you know, a Christian, you're 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 going to heaven. Great, that's it. No, that's where the where the excitement begins because God wants to speak to you, use you, change you. You know, remember our testimonies at the beginning of the year. God's changed us massively. So you know, the be it's the beginning of the journey, not the end. So, um, I also want you to know that if you're if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, I want you to know, guys, that. Life with God ain't boring. It's it's like the biggest adventure, I promise you. You know, it's not boring. He's not taking your fun away. He's adding better fun that is better for you, that satisfies you without making you feel like high and dry. If you have any questions, I am not an expert. I'm just telling you my experience, but you can ask me your questions and I will do my best to answer them. I may not know the answers, but God does, so, you know, together we can figure it out. Um, if you have any comments, guys, I'd love to hear from you. Honestly, I do. I want to hear from you. Feel free to let me know what you think uh, and any experiences you had from, you know, about hearing God and, you know, good things and concerns you have, whatever it is, just tell me. And I just want to briefly pray. I, I think my food's going to be ready soon. But, Father, I just ask you, God, that you... um. If there's anyone that doesn't know you, I pray that you show them that you're real, that you're not just a kind of a figment of our imagination, that you're not just like a far, like a, a mean, harsh God that they think we believe in, but that you're a God who came to us and uh, who loves us and who's like infinitely more interested in us than we could ever imagine that you are. We just pray that you show them that you're real and that you want to speak to them and that you want to uh, just be with them and that you want them to be where you are and that you love them more that than they can ever love themselves. That you, you might know them best, you can see what they do, but that you who know them best loves them the most and loves them the best. And that I just pray that you make yourself real to them, Lord, like you have to me. And to the rest of us, Father, I pray that you help us to still our minds just long enough to hear your whisper, to hear your voice, to get to know you. Because you say, you know, that your sheep hear your voice and that you know them and that they follow you. And so I pray that you help us to follow you and um, really 
experience the goodness that you have for us and and that you help us to um live you know with you and live in peace and bless other people and bring them to your green pastures to your hope to the plans you have for us the plans to prosper us and not to harm us to give us a future and a hope thank you that you're a good father and we just thank you that you are so close to us and so interested in us in jesus name we pray amen happy valentine's day to you again guys i want you to know that more more than your spouse can ever love you god loves you and i know that's a cliche but you know what it's more than a cliche it's that christians have made it a cliche but it is still true doesn't make it make it any less true god loves you god loves you he wants to be with you more than you want to be with him. Even if you think you love him and you want to be with him, he loves and be, wants to be with you and more. So when you think about Valentine's, he is so enthralled with you, so in love with you, more than your spouse can ever be. So if you're a believer, I want you to remember that, that God loves you. There's nothing you can do that make that can make him love you more. And there's nothing that you can do that will make him love you less. Um, but that you just want to be pleasing to him because that because he loves you, not to make him love you more, if that makes sense. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Any comments, I'd love to hear them. And I will speak to you soon.